Hello, connoisseurs. Welcome to The Mob. This is Marcus Onesimus Boston. I'm your black, blessed, and highly favored host of Calling Your Corner, the podcast with real conversations with real people about love, sex, and relationships, all fueled by cognac. You are a few moments away from the hearing of the newest episode, but don't forget to get all past episodes and merch from callingyourcorner.com. Subscribe to the show wherever you get your podcast from. Also, follow me on all socials at MoBoston314. Again, that's MoBoston314. Now, pour yourself a glass and enjoy the show. Dude, I'll put you in a cuff. I'm telling you, these people, I'll put them in a cuff. For real. Put you in the cuff, baby. Put you in a cuff, baby. Mm-hmm. That was yours? Was, was, there, was everything in the button? But that's it. You know, that's that, that's the bad stuff that happened last week. Not a big deal, though. I'm I'm, I'm kind of used to it now that it's been going on for fucking years. Yeah. Man. Yeah. Fucking years, dude. Cost of being great. Which will be great when I'm finally murdered or dead, and they're like, "Oh, see, he's been telling us for years. Oh, like everybody's no. known about this. We just not Selena. We just chose not to listen. Like, great. I'm like, awesome. It'd be hell. It'd be hell of a thirty for thirty. For me, a thirty for thirty in my life, they could do it. They could do it about pro wrestling. They could get in, but they won't. Ain't gonna happen. I'll produce it. I'll, I'll make it happen. Well, this dude, they should do, literally. They should do a pro wrestling documentary about my early days in wrestling here, like for real. Because the people and all that, yeah, totally. I hate her. You hate him. Sorry. We have we have Apple stuff like everything's connected, so like it'll text come on the phone, they come on the screen, and it's just too much. If you cheating, if you are a cheater or like you're not ready to settle down, do not like share Apple stuff with your girlfriend because that shit will get you caught up. Where do we stand on dudes who got social media accounts, joint social media accounts with their wives? Kill yourself. All right. Like, those um, are weak dudes, right? Yeah, kill like, yourself. We, like, that's we really to, weird. Yeah, like, why? We, why? You should share a bank account because y'all together, but we're not sharing socials. Get out of here. Right. They I'm are. A, I'm a, they are. You, there's a cliff for you. I know, man. Most of these dudes are troll supporters. Have you seen their, like, they both got Confederate hats on. Well, one's a MAGA hat, one's Confederate hat, and they're just like, it's Liz and Brian's, whatever, you know, their last name could be, you know, it's their, and that's their like, webpage. And I'm like, ah, okay. You gotta live, yeah, true. You gotta live somebody else's life. All right. Um, my week that was shit, man. Oh, so finally, I'm really getting this, uh, 50 episode stuff nailed down. Getting this 50 episode. You excited? Man, I, I've been having really a lot of anxiety like the last couple of days. Like, I just posted my 444th episode. So coming up <laughs> next year is my 500th episode. Fuck me, Mark. This, is, this has been coming out corner because he's going to say, I mean, I said I have anxiety about my 50th. He said mm-hmm. I dropped my 440th. Well, fuck my little ass 50. <laughs> what no, a actually, dick. <laughs> well, I got a sound for people like, you wait one second. I, I, this, this can't have shit, boy. Zach, I knew I would find a reason to use that sound one day, and you was the person that had to just asked for it. Damn! Congratulations! Go ahead, man. Tell me about your four hundred forty episode. Tell me more now. Congratulations on your fiftieth episode. <laughs> I've never done a live episode. You're going to do something I've never done. You know that? You're going to do something I've never done a live episode. Um. In front of a live audience. Yeah. I've never done that. Yeah, I mean, yes. Think about that. 444 <laughs> episodes that I've never done any of that. So, obviously, you're doing something, right? Something's coming together. There like you something, go. You know, just... So, I never said it to, like, downplay you or to make <laughs> you look kidding. less. I'm just saying, like... <laughs> I had to get you because it was too good to pass up. I had, to, I had to shoot you right there. I know I'm a joke to everybody, <laughs> and I get it. I get it. I get it. So, but that's been most of my week. I've just been not understanding, like... You know, it's like I'm at fifty. Well, I'm past fifty. Actually, I was a count of actual episodes. I'm way past, but numeral numerals in the order of episodes. Yeah, <laughs> the porn Go star on the side of the bottle. Yeah, uh, <laughs> it's just like I feel like why not at fifty you should do a live show. So it's going to be at Big Daddy's July fifteenth. Uh, when July fifteenth, it's a Wednesday. Eight o'clock. Uh, will it be a pre-party? Why is it not going to be at Colorado Bob's? Colorado Bob's it. won't be Col- open by then. Oh, okay. I see. Yeah, it won't be open by then. All right. I prefer. I wish we. I wish everything I could be doing at Colorado Bob's, preferably. But you got to play the cards you dealt for the moment. Um, 
So we'll be at July 15th, Big Daddy Soulard upstairs, 1000 1000 Sydney is okay. the address. Um, you know, I'm promo promoting stuff. Stu, my videographer, photographer is going to do a little photo shoot. I'm having Angela Skirtu, which is a sex therapist, okay. a doctor, a divorce therapist, therapy of all that kind we of stuff. We should really get Angela, me, and you together on the phone or on this at the same time. So we can just there'll, there'll be a Q&A um, that day. So like if you come through the second hour will be a Q&A and just let the let the, let the good times roll. Fair enough. So that that, that second hour is going to be all about the audience and the Q&A, all about the connoisseurs of Coney Out Corner. Okay. So um, she'll be good stuff she's never had. She had me on her podcast twice. Um, she's very efficient. She's very, like, she's, you know, I like to enjoy the vibe of my podcast. She's like, sure. get in and. He likes to mark. handle that business. Yeah, I like the, I like I like foreplay and I like the rub on thighs. You guys are a little bit more laid back air. with the way that you run your stuff. Other people, right. like like for me, I've always been on like a schedule with the radio stuff. So mm-hmm. like it's always like in and out, in and out, in and out. Do you see right. what I'm saying? Like right. there's no chance to really like relax and kind of vibe out and like work up to it. Mm-hmm. I'll come over here. We'll hang out for 45 minutes talking and smoking, doing everything else mm-hmm. before we jump on the microphone. Do you yeah. see what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. So it's like I get it. There's yeah. a vibe to it. Mm-hmm. King, I'm gonna be king of one thing and be a goddamn vibe. That's right. And um, so it's gonna be good. It's gonna be really good. I think it's gonna do a little, you know it's gonna do a little photo shoots. You know, really promo it up. You know, what I'm saying it's limited seating. It's limited to about a hundred seats. You got like eighty seats left. Okay. A couple of weeks to you know see what we can do. So let's get on these tickets, people. Come on, man. Go to coneyardcorner.com. Reserve your seats. Um, go to Coneyard Corner on Facebook. Reserve your seats. Got like eighty seats left, give or take. There will be a drink special. We'll have we'll have merchandise for Cognac Corner there for you to purchase, to enjoy, to represent. Um, and then I'll have a DJ afterwards to have a party on a Wednesday night after party after the show and just do what it do and do um, what it do. It'll be the first of many shows. Fair um, enough. And see where we go with it. All right. Yeah, buy me like a. Gucci, I like it. I gotta buy me a whole Gucci. Uh, a Gucci. Whole what? Gucci uh, tracksuit. <laughs> From the flea, from Wellston flea me market. A fur. Are you going over to the flea market to Wellston? Is that where you're going? Because I know you ain't going up and spending no fifteen thousand for a Gucci tracksuit. <laughs> right? I need mine in a four X. How much is that? How much fabric is that? Oh shit! Ah, it's not even like ah. that. It's not even like that. It's like they're probably nowhere around St. Louis except for Plaza Frontenac that's even got a Gucci, uh, right. a Gucci anything. Right? Like five women's closets in one store at Plaza Frontenac that's got true Gucci anything. Ah, uh, thanks. Oh, thanks. But that is uh, my week for the most part. It was just uh, working on like, getting the 50th live show. Popping, 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 popping. It's going to be good. It's going to be fun. You know, like I said, come through. Um, Jesus. It's also put, it's also put on my tab. She it's, won't even hold my hand anymore on your podcast. Man, you I'll never come <laughs> on the Cognac Corner again. This dude's just fucking people's relationship. Twenty years in, and he fucked that shit up. Twenty years. Imagine if y'all been dating two months, and he's gonna get on that. Like he's just gonna fuck that shit up before the the door gets open. Like, come on in, sit down. Oh shit, I need to break up with you. Oh fuck. Like literally, that's how quick it happened. Like fuck me. God dang, love, sex, and relationships. Marcus Boston. Uh, uh. I apologize. No, I didn't know how it happened. Jesus Christ, you just so angry, man. This BLM shit got you really up in arms right now. Just like, here's some white people's lives I can fuck up. Let's do that shit. How do you deal with him? How? Why? First, why and how? How? Why did? Why do you deal with this? And how do you deal with this? Well, Who hurt you? <laughs> That's a great question. Who did hurt you? Well, um, I usually, I guess I'm to the point where I mainly ignore a lot of the stuff now, and I'm just like, yes, no. Sure. I would agree with that. Yeah. Like, we've gotten to that point in our relationship where we're like, just, we can't, not phone it in, but you're like, in a, you're like into a normal, like, like. Routine? Routine. That's it. Like, we're just that deep into our relationship. Yeah, you need to fix that shit. You know, fucking unprofessional. <laughs> you right? You got it. That's that wasn't very smooth. Are you talking to me? You're talking to Marcus. Oh, okay. Shut the fuck you up. You talking to me? Yeah. Did you hear that? That's me? That's what I told you. You 20, won't smoke? You won't smoke, motherfucker? 20, 20 years in and she's asking for smoke, Ooh, Like, she's man, asking she said, for it because oh, of you. Hold on, hold on. 
You talking to me? <laughs> I know goddamn what are you even talking. Excuse me. Oh, okay. okay Cecil cool, came cool. down here half naked with his shirt <laughs> off and his whole beard down whole to his beard <laughs> down to his nuts and shit. He's just looking like Rip Van Winkle talking about, "Hey, welcome to the house. Hey, you doing okay there?" They call me the Natural. I'm a wrestler. Fuck me, man. Hey, let me ask you a question. Now, I'm not a big fan of this dude in the world of R&B. Tank. I don't think Tank's all that great. I don't think of Tank often when I think of R&B Nobody songs. thinks of Tank no. at all. Like, isn't that weird? Who the hell is Tank? Exactly my point. Like, I'm not knocking the dude. It's just like he always gets mentioned on the backside of things. And I go, well, yeah. oh, by the way. You heard about our friend Huey today, did you know? Yeah, I thought that's caught craziness, that man. Mm-hmm. Like, I got a text message late last night from somebody who was like, "Hey, Huey was killed," and I was like, "Are you kidding me?" Like, I didn't, I didn't understand. Like, like because I've known Huey for a long time, uh, and I think his his real name is Lawrence. I think it's his first name is Larry Lawrence, whatever it is, and uh, I've known him like long enough to know that he introduced himself to me as that, and so. Like, I look back and I go, Sorry, this dude was a nice guy, but he's a nice guy. He's a nice guy. You know, he's just a nice guy. Like, I I guess he had his fair share of, like, people that didn't like him, too. Duh. Every human being does. But, like, my interactions with him were always pleasant. I just don't know what happened. Yeah. Man. And then a friend of mine, his wife was killed. Uh, I found out about this from Facebook. His wife was killed in Applebee's on accident. Like, Dude walked into an Applebee's and shot three people, and his wife was one of them. Fuck. Like, and mm. literally, the last thing the dude said before he got it, like, was, uh, you know, it's about to get real up in here. And then he just started firing on people. And it's like, there was no, like, you could tell from that comment, there's no real, like, anger towards anyone. It's just, I'm going to start shooting everything. And it's like, <sighs> great, great. Now this person has lost a mother and a wife and this and that, like, because you're just a jerk. Fuck, get, what do they even mean? It's about to get real up in here. What? I, th- I think I think it got very real for a few people up in here. It very well, like like how did, guess what? Now those people's families are dealing with the real reality of them not, not being, being here. Around. Like yeah. that's legit. Like this craziness is getting out of control. And ladies and gentlemen, it's not white or black. This isn't a white or black thing. This is people that are slowly starting to lose faith in their society as o- overall. Whether you're black, white, this person, that person, I don't care who you are, race, religion, creed. They're starting to lose faith in their society. Mm-hmm. They're starting to resort to lashing out against things that scare them or make them angry or whatever it is because things aren't going like they're normally supposed to go. Things aren't like – and we're now starting to look at the process of what that is and go, we don't like the way this process is set up. It looks like it's systematically in certain cases mm-hmm. this or that or this or that. And it's like – well, yeah, it has to be systematic to an extent. Like these things have to run on their own without any human beings like over the top of them. So that's where the systematic part is. But that systematic should only be applied to certain things, and it's not. It's being applied to a lot of things. Mm-hmm. And the problem is, is this, this is basically making people start to squirm in their skin. Mm-hmm. And when you start to squirm in your skin, what do you do? You get a little nervous. Mm-hmm. You start to feel backed up against a wall, and now all mm-hmm. of a sudden it gets real up in here, and that's bullshit. That's fucked up. I feel horrible for my friend. He shouldn't have lost a wife. I feel horrible for Huey's family. They shouldn't have lost a son and a brother, uncle. You know what I'm saying? Father. I'm not, I don't know much about that side of his life, but I'm just saying, like in general, they shouldn't. There's no reason for all this, guys. Just walk it off, man. Seriously. I know it sounds simple to say that, but literally, you take the gun, you put it in your pocket, you walk out the door, guess what? Nobody's life changes that day. Right? You walked it off. You walked it off. That's it. It's that simple. That's my. Well, I gotta find a happy song now. You didn't. You gotta find something. Yeah, you bring, want some Pharrell now? Yeah, bring the energy back. I gotta find a happy All song, right, here, man. Here, here we go. Here we go. Pharrell or Timberland? Beyonce. Pharrell or Timberland? Some <laughs> Pharrell or Timberland? <laughs> so this, I don't. What like. do you What do you think? What do you think? Pharrell? Or did you just say which one? It's either or. <laughs> Seventy sixty one questions. This is the sixty first. Uh, <laughs> Pharrell or Timberland? Um, it ain't that hard, bro. Timberland. For sure. I like Pharrell, but Timberland for sure. Gotta bring the energy back up. We gotta, get, we gotta bring it back up. Shit, Mark. Yeah, man. That's right. Oh, Mark. Shit. 
We play that Nappy Roots Good Day in the car for the kids whenever, like, you know, it's going to be a good day. Ain't nobody going to ride today. Ain't nobody going to ride today. That's what we do in the car. Because the kids saw that in uh, Secret Life of Pets 2, and they love that song. So like, they, I did watch that movie by myself, and, they play and I wasn't even high. I thought, this is a really entertaining movie, My Life of Pets 2. I said, I'm ashamed of myself. I watched the whole fucking movie. Okay, listen, listen, listen. There's this. I looked around my bedroom and said, who house is this? Listen, I shouldn't be here. This on, is- on Facebook, there is a there is a group, right? I am now a part of it, okay? Uh, I'm not going to give the name of the group. It's a very popular St. Louis group. Mm-hmm. Uh, but uh, they do these. Some of this stuff in here just blows my mind. Mark, shush. No, Look, it just blows my we're mind. We're getting back dude. to the show. Yeah, you do your show, bro. Um, this is the part of the show. No, but there's something in here I wanted to ask you about specifically. When you get ready. Um, Go ahead. I'm going to skip that part. Yeah, so, where'd you, you, where'd you learn your game and approach from? Like, how did you learn how to approach or to accept men? Who taught you that? Um, I guess my parents probably mm-hmm. like taught. I mean, my parents have been married for fifty years. Fifty years. Mm-hmm. So you know, they taught me, you know, a good, loving relationship and how my parents, you know, how my dad tra- treated my mom and how my mom treated my dad. I was sitting on one of her friends the night I met her. Yeah, it wasn't even me. For real. <sighs> exactly. How did Mark get a good life? How does why got it? How do I struggle? I was sitting on her friend. How do, I, on I, struggle? How do like, I struggle when Mark is eating well? I don't understand. <laughs> I'm starving and, and Mark is eating is just eating like a king. How do you think I feel about the entire St. Louis market when <laughs> I'm I can struggle at times? I gotta go national because these local fucks like how are they eating well locally when mm. I'm out working them and out? Yeah, like yeah. I get it, bro. I understand. Sure, bro. Yeah, so I anyway, understand. Angie. Yeah. Angie, uh, so you, that's so, how you, that's who so they set the standards. You knew what a marriage should be. You had all enough of positive examples of what you should accept. Yes. That's very good. Mark, mm. what do you got? Um, well, you know, my first person to teach me how to approach men was probably my pro wrestling coach. Like he's like, there's women, a guy, Mark, there's women. We don't like, listen, 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 Mark, that guy over there has got some cocoa butter on. He's wearing some thong boy shorts right now. Okay. He's got on some boots. He's got a bunch of jacked up tats on him, but he wants to rub with you. He wants to like lock up. So you're going to have to go up and slowly approach him. You know what I'm saying? Put your hand around the back of his neck. You know what I'm saying? Pull him close in. You know what I'm saying? You're going to start to hug almost, you know what I'm saying? Like, I was taught the right way to approach men. You know what I'm saying? Like, be gentle. Be sensitive. But then, you know, a little hip toss. A little throw to the left. A little throw to the right. You know, take them over. You know, things like that. Get around their waist. Get behind them. Get behind them and and, and show dominance from behind them. Put your arms around their waist. Lift them off the ground. Take them to the ground. Stay behind them and on top of them. Thrust forward. Try to get them to lay out and sprawl. You know, things like that. Important things. So I just, next question. That's what kind of household and environment did you grow up in? We almost asked that the last question. Ooh. Yeah, that ties yeah, in. Yeah, it ties in. She did a good job. Well, you Mark, grew, but she grew ruin up this real, question for me. No, I won't ruin it, but she grew up really rural. I grew up in the city. Like, we're too... That's a city girl, or that's a country girl, and I'm a Oh, for boy. sure. For real. Like, she grew up rural. Like, she, she, had, didn't, she had Her friends, cam- her friends she had were... The, she had met the camo. I oh, yeah, she bought that life. But not only that, but her friends are a mile and a half away from each... Her Their houses are yeah. physically a mile they own, and a half. They own and land. there's no houses yeah. between those houses. It's they just ha- their... They have a house on their land they own. Yeah, it's a whole different... I had to drive yeah. a tractor to go see them. Right. Legitimately. Like, these are real... Like, cornfield parties? That's happening. <laughs> I say John okay? Deere in the hood. So, who's that? <laughs> John Deere in the country. Oh, that's a great brand. I have one of those. <laughs> it's so different thing. Sure. No, no. That's yeah, it's yeah. just oh, yeah. a different way of growing oh, yeah. up. Do you know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? So, like, I, I, I was, I was just more awesome. I'm not saying she's less awesome. I'm just saying I was awesome in the things that I did. She's probably awesome in the things she did. But she was rural. There wasn't much going on out there. I mean, it was an asker. So was there a lot going on out there? I'm not trying to sell you bad. I'm just saying. Was there a lot I bet going you on? I had a lot more experiences being rural than you had living in the country or living in the city. Like I knew how to drive a tractor. Yep. I drove a four wheeler. Mm-hmm. I drove a three wheeler. Yep. <laughs> With your bitch ass, you don't yeah. know nothing about that out here. What about two wheelers? We ride on motherfucking. We ride on wheels yeah. out here. Yeah. You got wheels out there, huh? We got wheels in space. Did you have a? Did you have a playground? Did you? Did you have we a built it. Did you have a lake or something? Yeah. Did you have a pond or something? And a pool. Bitch. And you had a pool and a deck? Punk yeah. ass. Yeah, yeah. motherfucker. Were Keep you bar- saying. Were you barbecuing shit in the back? 
We killed today and barbecued the motherfucker. Now what? Gosh, James. <laughs> I'm just filling in for ad libs. That's what she really want to say. You do punches on the backside? That's hilarious, dude. You should do that. You should be the dude who does punches on the backside just out of nowhere. Yeah, motherfucker. Damn. Oh, okay. Um, as a young adult, what was your perspective and approach to dating and sex? Fix your let me fix this mic for you. Your approach to dating and sex growing up. Like, was it something on your mind? Was it not something? It wasn't really on my mind. It was just mainly I went to school and did school. And then maybe after I graduated, Mm -hmm. that's whenever I started. You didn't think about it a lot in in school when you were growing up? No, 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 no. no. Did you think about it a lot? No. Like, when you were sitting in class, like some of us would be drawing in the notebook while the teacher's talking and stuff like that. Were you the dude drawing the boobs in the vagina, no. or were no, you the? I wasn't gu- the dude. Well, for the guys, boobs in the vagina. For, for for guys, that's the dude. Like he's the one drawing the boobs in the vagina. No, like I did not draw he's focused on that vagina. shit. The other dudes are taking notes from the teacher. They're not that dude. For you, were you that guy? Were you the person that had the thoughts in your mind, or no? no just didn't I play. I answered the question. No. Hey, man, you got me. It's so much hot water. Fuck, bro. You're the one that's open. I ain't saying out. shit. You brought your own rope. Fuck, I can't. Cool. Yeah, cool, <laughs> Damn. For real. This gangster ass motherfucker over here. Marcus, oh, fuck and, your shit up. That's what his name oh, is. I thought he was going to say Angie. God damn. <laughs> damn. Wearing a fucking 5th of November mask. What do they call that? What's his name? V for Vendetta. V for Vendetta. Vendetta. I the guy's name. Guy Fawkes. Guy Mm, Fawkes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just fucking Uh, marriages up. (sighs) Jesus Christ. I don't know what to do anymore. Misery loves company. (laughs) Welcome to Cognac Corner. She'll never talk to you. You guys are my first. You're my second married couple. By the way, I signed this bottle for you so that you can keep it over with your other bottles forever. (laughs) I can never, I can never, it has to stay now. Yeah, it's got to stay. It's got a signature on it. That's a lot of bottles over there. Yeah, that's okay. I got LLC this shit. This shit gets expensive. (laughs) Do say. Do say it's not shit. What was the the answer y'all gave? I don't know, man. Um, what would you tell your younger self now? Which lawyer to use now? Like, I don't know. (laughs) What would you tell your younger self now? From all you learned experience, what would you tell your younger self now? Um, I would tell myself to I don't know. Watch out for that dude at the DJ booth. Real like that dude. I don't really have an issue with the life experiences that I've had. Mm -hmm. Like we all learn things from maybe the errors that we've made, or some of them may not be errors, and they're fun, interesting things that we've done. So mm-hmm. I don't really know what I would tell my younger self. Maybe good, say, uh, good job. Maybe buy uh maybe buy a bunch of websites like Apple.com, <laughs> Apple.org and and uh be, IBM you, and big big bill from uh, my, back in the future. And Microsoft <laughs> so that they can buy them from me for millions of dollars. That's it. Buy a Facebook.com. Yeah, buy a Facebook.com. <laughs> and Amazon. <laughs> and Twitter. Twitter. Instagram. Just let them yeah. sit. <laughs> Just let it happen. That's that's good. Mm-hmm. How are you using your lessons to teach others? So the lessons you've learned from from all of you gained, how are you giving back through your lessons? I like to pull people off to the side and just like whenever I see something go sideways in somebody's life or something go off the rails a little bit, mm-hmm. like a situation or I hear about a situation, I always try to figure out how I would handle that based off my experiences. And I like to put like younger people, I'll pull them off to the side. Like um, I've been working a little part-time job during COVID, right? Makes extra money. A lot of people were losing money. Obviously, the music industry got really quickly quiet mm-hmm. and financially very unfruitful <laughs> quickly in COVID. Mm-hmm. So you had to bring some money in. There's a little coworker that I was working with, and uh, he was dealing with some stuff like starting at this new job that he was working with us at and stuff like that. And I tried to like you know let him know, hey, you know, relax. These things are very typical in this early days of this. Like you don't have to like take it so personally. We're mm-hmm. not looking at you that way. Those are things that calm those people down, like just experiences from my past that I learned from so that I can help them get through there. That's 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 about how I do it. Mm-hmm. You know, beyond that. 
Tell the kids, shut the fuck up, go to the room. <laughs> Ho, sit down. Yeah. Andrew, what about you? What was the question? That's a very good answer. Go um, sit down. Um, go sit down. <laughs> go sit down. How are you using your lessons to teach others? Um. Well, mainly I do a lot of teaching to the kids. So mm-hmm. I use a lot of my life experiences that I've, like, I'll tell my daughter all the time. Okay, who are you going to believe? Your 11-year-old friend or your mom who has already experienced that? Mm-hmm. You know, so. I haven't been there and done that. Mm. What would you say is your four, pi- what, was the four- what are the four pillars of a successful relationship? Ooh, what y'all going to say? What y'all going to say? Ooh, the four pillars. Um, Angie goes first because she's the one you care I about. would say love, mm-hmm. trust, mm-hmm. honesty. Uh-huh. Let be trust again. Mark, not your turn yet. No, I'm just telling her that be trust again. Really? So honesty and trust would be the same. And divorce. No, I'm just kidding. Oh <laughs> shit, Mark. You, you you just keep dumping out there on this fucking limb. Like you just you just can't help yourself. Well, first off, the limb the limb's <laughs> already been chosen and I've already tied the rope <laughs> to it, okay? And, and We're no getting ready to jump you. soon, bro. Don't, like Don't interrupt your uh significant your other significant other. <laughs> you just keep the old just making this rope a little bit tighter. <laughs> Jesus. Yeah, right now I'm working on the noose end of it so I can figure out how tight it's going to be around my neck. Boy, man, he picked that up cliff and, and everything. And then he's going to tie it to the back of a bumper and I'm going to drive home. <laughs> Basically. <laughs> <No>. Basically. <laughs> Basically. <laughs> this might not be the right time in history to be talking about things like that, but at the same point, It's yeah. fine. I'll keep laughing. We're fine. <laughs> I was just like, hmm. <laughs> well, Mark, you white son of a bitch. Uh, <laughs> Uh, so what was your four again, Angie? Uninterrupted by Mark, please. Um, love, trust, honesty, and your house is gonna fall over. You missing a pillow? You only got three. You got one more to go. No. <laughs> um. And I would say, um, just having fun with each other. So so fun. Yeah. Yeah, because if if it's not fun, if you know, life's boring. Yeah, if it's boring, then you're just sitting there being bored with each other, and what's the point? Mm, what are we doing? He's probably playing Apex. I don't know what he's doing. Oh my god! No! <laughs> don't hit it! Shoot him! Shoot him! No, no, shoot that guy instead! Oh! It was a ghost. Oh. <laughs> He don't even have those headphones see, on. Over see, there. see he, has, he has a better pair. That's, that's the bullshit pair. He has a better pair up there. What's your for, Mark? I would say trust comes first for me. Mm-hmm. That's very important. Um, You've got to have a good relationship with trust. I would say after that, um, great sex. Great sex. For real. Like, <laughs> like, like the sex has got to be at least worth wanting to go back each time. Do you see what I'm saying? That's important. No, because I think that that fucks up a lot of people's relationships. Like, they don't understand. These are all important pieces to one relationship, right? You need the physical side, you need the mental side, the emotional side. Like, these are all pieces, and if all those pieces aren't working at the same time, it can be really, really bad. Do you see what I'm saying? So, Mm -hmm. I would say those two things. Then I would say communication. Very, very important. By far, along with trust, the most important other one is communication. Trust and communication. Because those two pieces together are going to get you so far in a relationship. So far. And then um, I wouldn't worry so much about common denominators, like having common things in, that you like to do at the same time, like the same similar. Because I think having variety, she likes some of these things. Like she isn't Angie, professional wrestling. Where do you stand? What's your thoughts? There you go. See, she doesn't like professional oh, wrestling. Oh, wait, whether, <laughs> whether, yeah, boom, 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 boom. Yeah, we know. Yeah, yeah we got it. Right. But my point being, like. I had an entire career that I made money for us with. Do you see what I'm saying? Doing that thing. Mm-hmm. She didn't like it. She literally just didn't like it at all. She didn't like the sport. She didn't like going well, to watch it. why I didn't like it. Because she felt like I was getting hurt. There wasn't as much value in it as there should have been. But also, I got lied to by some really important people who went out of their way to be pieces of trash. And, like, she saw those things behind the scenes. She saw how it affected me. She saw how it ruined these uh, potential opportunities financially. Like she saw all this stuff. So yeah, she, she might be a little down on that sport, not because 
she hates the people today who are in it. Like she doesn't know anybody really that's in it. Like she just at the time watching me dealing with it, she's like, no, I'm, I'm not cool on it. And from day one, she had always told me she didn't really watch growing up. So it wasn't like it was a priority thing for her. So I get it. I understand. But that's what I wanted to say. Like she doesn't even like pro wrestling. I literally made money for us. But it's the those are some of the pillars she's talking about. The trust, the honesty, that yeah. ability to see beyond yeah. so just these things. He's basically saying Paula Abdul was correct. Opposites attract. They do. Yeah, really. She really showed the age of Paula Abdul. <laughs> Romany Falcon. No one. Rom- Rom- no one. Romany, what's his name? Who played? Uh, <laughs> hey, Kit Kat or Paula Top Cat? Abdul. Top Cat. Top Cat. <laughs> Not only she pulled out, she pulled out with so much confidence and swag. She said, Paula Abdul, opposite strike. That doesn't mean it shows my age. She was on American Idol, so I could have known her from that. True. But not that song. Not that song. They weren't playing that song too Um, much on American Idol. I could have Googled who she was. (laughs) By that time, you're right. Clean up on now three. Clean up on now three. Clean up on now three. The funny thing is, is she's 100% right. We are in 2020. And high-speed internet's been for the last 20 years. Mm-hmm. You could literally be 20 years old, not know anything from 2001, 2002, look it up and be like, oh, I get it. I know what they're talking about. I know who they're talking about. I know what the fuck they're talking about. Like, we can do that now. In 1998, we couldn't do that. Like, literally just, like, who's this person coming up? I don't know. Well, they're talking about them on this 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 new hot National Enquirer thing. Okay, let, great. Let me hit record on my cassette while I'm playing it yeah, on this sure. other radio so that I can get it to stop and to commercials. What's your third what's your fourth pillar? Um, you have sex. No, a good communication. Story. Communication trust. Um the house mint we got to talk about wrestling. I would say keeping things lively. Like you said, like like she said, like there's like just there has to be there has to be this want to be around each other. Mm-hmm. Like the way we do it is we just aren't around each other all that much, so that when we are, mm-hmm. it means that much more. Yeah, and it's literally for an hour before she goes to sleep, or an hour on a Saturday afternoon because we kind of work separate schedules. Music's very late nights, studios, things like that. She's working during the day at her job, doing what she does. So like. We aren't on the same schedule necessarily. I'm watching the kids while she's at work and vice versa while I'm doing my work. So, like, that's how we keep it fresh. We literally don't see each other. And that's the best way to be. Uh, so does the homeowners of this home. <laughs> that's what it works so well. They never see each other. Right. I think i to find me somebody that I can never see. Right. Exactly. <laughs> no, no. The first two years we wanted to see each other a lot. But now we've just gotten comfortable. I think my four she was... She would rather not see me anyway. Think about I mean, I this. can see She's that. She's going to divorce like, me by the end of the podcast. Yeah. yeah. We've already had this conversation. <laughs> Thanks, Cognac Corner. <laughs> uh, put that on a sticker and put it on your laptop right there. Cognac Carter, Mark Bland. All right. Thanks for my divorce. Thanks for my divorce. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Look at look at my corner, look at Caesar's corner. <laughs> it is really, but it's not. It's, it's horrible. I should be ashamed of myself, but I'm sorry for your divorce. Yeah, yeah, you're not the first relationship I broke up. <laughs> That's not fucked up. You're the first relationship I broke up. My other friend that came on, he was white, he had on a girlfriend. Here? Yeah, it was early. It was like November. It was like November 19. It was early, early, it was early, early. Like first ten of my show. And they broke up because of this show. No, they was gonna break up anyway. But like he this was talking, really he was talking so well about her and like how he was gonna. Thanks for bringing us on here, then, Marcus. <laughs> that was a big determination of uh, me and Mark were gonna last tonight. I'm we sorry, we didn't make it through Cognac <laughs> Corner. Cognac, we didn't make it through the Cognac Corner. So like now this shit's over with. I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. Hey, Mark. Mark's life. Mark's life matters. Mark's life matters, guys. I'm just sorry. saying, Mark's life matters. Okay. Well, I'm gonna finish out strong, guys. I, how long have we been on here? I gotta pee really bad. Oh, go ahead. I'll just keep asking her questions and not be interrupted while you pissing. Because you you like to interrupt us. I'm so okay now. Peace. Let's let the, we can get more questions. Then. Yeah, let me fix it. Why does the mic keep sliding down? And maybe it's me. No, it's, it's, I mean, it's probably be Titan. But oh. so, what qualities in the mate that's realistic? What was the qualities you wanted in the mate that was like realistic? Um. Well, you know, whenever you're younger, you're like, oh, I want 
somebody who's strong and confident and this, that, and the other. And really, whenever you get older and you're actually looking for the one, you're just, sometimes you just find somebody that just falls in your lap that mm-hmm. may not even be anything that you were looking for. Mm-hmm. 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 I agree because I think my, my, my best friend, um, she's uh, married and, and, and pregnant. I miss my friend. She's, um, but she never was attached to some idea of this mate. She just let what happened happen. And now she's where she want to be. Now her name is Michael Jordan. Because <laughs> her husband's name is Courtney Jordan. What do you want? Like, you, you can't write this. Like, I can't write this script. But I was there through all the ups, all the ups and downs of getting to that point to where you have to go through either I thought this is what I realized either you have patience and be just wait till that person yeah find each other or you go through the people you gotta go through to get there. That's it. Either be patient, it's gonna take a long ass time or go through the bullshit, the bad, the good and the ugly to find the person you need to end up with. That's it. There is no other way. That's the two choices. And I've seen it with my mom getting married. I've seen it with Mike. I've seen it with Every variation is either be patient and wait 10 years, put your time in, and find them in five years. How much is time? How, what's, what's worth to you? But sometimes I'm fucking walls to go through is a motherfucker, boy. Whoo, Lord, she just take the wheel. I ain't been through it, but I've seen some shit. <laughs> but if you can get through it, if you're going through hell, keep walking. And eventually you get out there, motherfucker. You'll find where you got to be. It's either be patient. Um, let me get you back here, baby. Hold on. And you're back. That's what, we turned you off. That's what Rodney Atkins says. What do you say? Going, if you're going through hell, just keep on going. Yeah, that's it. That's it. Just fight through it. Yeah, I'm back. Uh, <laughs> I asked her what, what qualities in a mate is realistic. What what? What qualities in a mate that's realistic. Like, qualities in a mate that are they're realistic. I think I think I think honesty is a realistic quality. Mm-hmm. That you should like, I think all people should be honest with each other. Like, if you don't love them, someone and you don't want to be in a relationship, let them know. Mm-hmm. Move on, do your thing. I mean, it might be hard, but still do that that way. Like, do you know, I think that's quality, that's a true quality that you got to look for in a mate. Obviously, sexual appeal, there's always that, but beyond that, I mean, did I ask you, did I ask you what's your favorite porn category? Yes. No, you asked Pornhub or X video. Okay, I must have skipped it in my drunkenness. Answer that <laughs> question for me, Mark. Uh, Everyone pick a coupon category. This is gonna be a tough one. Because <laughs> there's like three or four that I got. Go ahead. We get okay. we get we got room. So there's midgets with horses. I like that that's one. Not a, a that's not a category. That is a category. You can look up. <laughs> you a goddamn. Like, I'm a Pornhub premium member. There's not a category Seriously. to choose that it says that. That's that's more. That's not and that's not a category to itself. You can search for it. But you ain't gonna have a category. Category is like ebony. Oh, you want me? Which is you? racist. You Who the fuck is ebony? Oh, you want me to hit you with one? What are you? I'm asking you. What is your favorite porn category? I know mine. Pog. Yeah, that's yeah. a recent thing too. I was early on. It's th- not that recent. Like no. I've been pogging for like ten years, bro. I've been like, telling people. I've been telling people since 2000, and I was I was a sophomore, freshman in high school. No, 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 oh three. I was sophomore in high school. Fuck that. 98. I think white girls are coming. Yeah, I get, get get your game together now, because this is like saying Apple stock is going to skyrocket. Get buy some couple dollars now, you're gonna be a millionaire in 15 years. Now it's like, oh, I told now I, I got black friends that don't know how to approach white girls. I'm like, bruh, bro. First off, I've been here for 15 years. Why, I'm telling you, what this is shit. the appeal of a white woman to a black man? Be honest. I know what it was. I know, I know what it was to me. What for is it me? For, what was it for you back then? Because it's probably similar for other guys. For me, I I go. I was you got PP. <laughs> I, think she can, I think she can get around me. I mean, I'm meeting my own mic. <laughs> it's that door right there, right outside. Um, You're fine. It was me. It was like I, I tried, I tried to date home first, but like they wanted the guy from for Shine to play on the basketball team. Whereas I am what I am, so like I went where I was appreciated, not tolerated. Okay. So I'm in Brentwood. There's a lot of black dudes that are trying to get with white women. And I sit there and I go, all I hear from black women who are friends of mine is there's no decent black dudes because they're always like trying to get out of their own situations, like culturally. So I'm like sitting there going, okay, I've seen attractive black women. Mm -hmm. I have like, Mm -hmm. there are attractive black Mm -hmm. women out there. 
you know, for you, Marcus, the newbies. You know what I'm talking about. You Man, know, I got some, I got some bad ones lined up yeah, next week. Oh, brand uh, new, like brand newbie. Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. Oh, I want so black of it, black, black, black of it, black, black. Right. Yeah. Uh, I understand. I understand. You want to just wear my guy. red, green, and black wanna, every day, wanna, all day. I just want to wash her feet. <laughs> that's, that's weird. That's really weird. But okay. I don't even like feet. And she's like, dude, why are you trying to wash my feet? Can we go to the store or something? Like, I'd like you to just Sorry. We need to get some shit. Like, we've been together for 15 years. You're trying to wash my feet and shit. Like, I don't understand what's going on here. Can I go to, I just need to get to Walmart. You still in this feet shit, man? Goddamn. Yeah, Relax. Yeah. We good. But no, I was, I was always curious because like, I know a lot of black guys that are like, oh, I want me a white woman. I'm like, why? Why do you want you a white woman? What's the appeal there? Is it because that lighter skin? Okay. Well, your argument is, is those white devils are over there. They're always talking shit on you because you're darker skin. It's like, why would you want anything that is going to be like that towards you? It's not worth we, it. We don't know yourself or not, don't know your own um, your own legacy. Right. And the value of like, I, well, I learned the last year, probably last two years with the podcast is like, you know, for me, I got to the point where is I've had some dope ass white girls that were culturally aware, that was like down, wasn't being phony, and like, and we had a human connection. So the human connection was amazing, but like culturally, she can never understand the path I walk. Right, and, and it, it it became valuable to me because the more I learn about myself, mm-hmm. I understood that value of like I still had the no no matter how in depth her human connection, understanding my struggle, she wants to be. It'll always be situations I'm explaining things to her. I have to go. You no, know, she not. She just can't read my energy because she can't under because she's not from my culture, right? So once I understood that within myself, I was like, man, and I had. Some, I'm, I'm telling you, I had some dope ones, and then I got to the point where all I ask for you, you know, I have trust issues about the cultural uh, connection I need, and we we vibing out. We on a good. I'm I'm making my amendments to my own constitution to deal with the the kids and you got dogs and shit. It's a lot for me, but you're a good. You're person. rolling with the punches. I'm rolling with it, and I say, hey, I'm so for some reason when we make plans, you have to cancel for this and the other. But then you make friends, make plans with friends. It goes through great. That's fine. So do you want to just take you know maybe we should just step back and for sure and, and take that. some take some space. Who double down and say, no, nah, I'm sorry, blah, 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 cool. Then the day of the wedding that you know is important to me, because I don't know, I don't know when my next friend getting married. So this is a very important right. appearance. Sure. You bail on me double time. You start, first you can't make to the wedding. Right. Then the reception the day of, and you say, because right. they're they're what you call a flaky person. And you you can't trust a pla- a flaky person. People who are flaky, you just gotta let them roll. Especially I gave you an out a week ago. I gave you an out. I hate when people are given outs and they refuse to take them. I, I literally hate that because it's like, we give you an out for a reason. Take that out. This is like people who sign contracts and don't read them all the way. And then they get really angry about shit that happens after the contract and the relationship dissolves. And these people are like, well, I need this, this, and this back or this, this, and this. And you go, well, I don't like that. And it's like, yeah, but you didn't read the con- the, yeah, the yeah. contract like you were supposed to, man. Like, that's your fault. Got to eat that, Woodrow. Yeah, in this case, uh, there's an expectation. Like, they could have dropped out on you the day after. Mm-hmm. Like, they could have gone to the wedding with you and then the, the next day. Like, because you could go to a wedding as friends and be fine. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Like, it's not like you got to go to the wedding, have sex in front of everybody, and go, see, we love each other, everybody. We're together right now. Like, that's not how it works. You just go to the wedding, you shake hands, you say hi, you, you handle it. your business, and you leave. <laughs> Do you see what I'm saying? Like, it's that simple. And these are things that we, we as humans complicate life more than anything else. Absolutely. Life is simple. We humans complicate mm-hmm. it on purpose. That's my belief. On purpose. Life is simple, but it's hard. It is. It's simple, but it's hard. Mm. Uh, <laughs> I'm not going to ask that next couple questions because I want to even forecast. How many more questions on. you got? You've had like t- <laughs> 10 hours of questions. My goodness. Like How long my, is Cognac uh, Corner supposed to go for? As long as we People can cannot go for this long. They're going <laughs> to turn off after 10 minutes. Hey, sir, I have, I have it figured out. Joking. I got this figured out. I'm joking. Go on. They, I, <laughs> I'm not asking. They won't turn it on in the first place. What dating okay. advice? Uh, what, what dating advice? Y'all don't even, y'all don't even <laughs> date. Okay, well, give me a dating and horror story and a joy. So give me, back when I was single, not together. Dating horror story? Give me a good date and a bad date. I can remember. Oh, man. I don't even know 
We could tell you one with our daughter when we were at the store and she started throwing up white stuff. That's not, that's not nothing I want. Nothing about this show says children. Nothing. Okay. All right. Like, she looked cute in her little gown, though. She had a little mini gown on. She was at the ER. You know, she I was like two years old and she had this little mini gown. Well, on. Shut up. It's funny. I don't think I remember. I mean, it, we've been together for 20 years. So. And, and I, I our first night we met was probably 20. the most craziest out of control shit that we 20. saw. 20. 20 human years? 20 human years. 20 human years. Yeah. Well, our first night together <laughs> that we met each other was probably the most craziest night that we yeah, there encountered was together. Yeah, a fight on the hood of my car. But there was 30 fights going on and a guy got stabbed too. Yeah. Like, on top of it. It got that bad. Like, it was a really bad breakout melee situation. The night we met. The night we met. So I'm trying to, like, fend people off from the area where her car is so she could pull her car out and drive away. Like, leave the parking lot and get out of this place. And I worked there as the DJ, so, like, I'm trying to, like, still work. It was crazy, dude. It was nuts. And people are getting stabbed. Like, dude trying to climb up a fence is just getting stabbed in the back over and over by another guy. Full out. Straight up. Like, that's my point. Like, that's probably the craziest thing we experienced or saw. And we've, we've you know, we've been a part of situations that were, were nuts and stuff like that. I'm trying to think of, like... The one that pops out the most. I, I I'd have to go remember. back through my Facebook memories maybe to find when one. you have kids, sometimes your mind goes mad. I have a hard time remembering weeks, and I ain't got nothing <laughs> going on with this. So I completely understand. Uh, I'm, I'm, I'm going to make this. This is, my, this is the part where we just talk about me and my therapy needs. So y'all being married for 20 years, okay? Yeah. What am I going to I am going to have to leave soon myself. We're going to wrap this up. She can stay. But no, we, no, we can wrap. I'm hungry. I, I know you want only her. No, like, no, you can keep her. I know it's like. It's, I'm trying have, to sell her. I, You're I trying to find a girl right now. She was a white woman who's going to be divorced. Like, this is perfect for you, bro. This is perfect for you. This is, makes so much sense. You can keep I'm, Mark. I'm trying to oh, grow. home with the kids. I wear, booty, I'll be, I'll wear boy shorts. <laughs> <laughs> I will. Let's try to get you out of here, and combat, Shut and, up. and combat boots. Pink boy shorts and combat boots. <laughs> like green ones. It'll be nice. Like really deep green. It's like the olive on the back. That sign behind hey, you. Hey, he's trying to get, get yes, sir. out of here. Go ahead. He told you sooner. Go ahead. I apologize. Yeah, I'm, I'm a patience trier. What advice would you give someone that's in the current climate of how to position themselves to deal with Mark to make them appealing to someone they feel deserves them? Oh, what can they do to make themselves more appealing to the opposite sex? Interesting. I don't know because you can fix your hair all day and put makeup on, but the person should love you for what's inside of you. You shouldn't have to dress yourself up. We know somebody that was recently told they were thin on the outside and fat on the inside. Damn. Legitimately. Like, now, here's the thing. Like she just said, you can't, you could put lipstick on the pig all day, still a pig type thing. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's not a knock on anyone. I'm just saying, like, that's an old cliche. I think uh, to position themselves right, don't try. Don't. Don't try. Just be in the moment. Sit in the moment. Those moments will slowly piece themselves together and you'll know. Right? When the person starts calling you wanting to go hang out and do this and go do that. And now before you know it, it's gone from two hours of hanging out to five hours of hanging out. To like ten hours of hanging out all day on the river and everything and hanging out. And then coming home and tired. So you lay down and watch some TV for another three hours together. Like, it slowly just puts itself together. So just don't try hard. Be who you are and not who you're not. It's not even about be yeah. who you are because being who you are, some people, there's child predators out there. They, they Don't be who you are. No, 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 no. <laughs> Just be in the moment. Whoever you are, don't, don't try to don't stand out. We don't care about the child predators. If they're no, I'm just saying don't life. try to stand out. Just don't try to stand out. Yeah, you drink <laughs> more. Look, <laughs> he's gulping. He's gulping Cognac now. He's gulping it. Uh, Only on March. Would show, you like some of this? Would you like that one too? <laughs> Gulp it up. <laughs> it ain't even five o'clock. It's Lord have mercy. Mm-hmm, Lord have <laughs> it's mercy. It's like three in the morning, yeah. not three forty-four in the afternoon. <laughs> yeah, it is. It's three forty in the afternoon. <laughs> I, I can make it a happy hour. <laughs> coming, in, coming in hot. <laughs> coming in hot. Yeah, literally, you coming in hot for happy hour today for real. Jesus Christ! If it swipes, it's go. All right, we got to swipe. All right, guys. Um. I would like to thank you both 
Oh, oh, there is one other thing a person can do. How about me? Don't host podcasts of any sort at all. Like, <laughs> you want to position yourself for love and opportunities? Don't host a podcast, okay? I am being. Everybody and their mom is hosting a podcast nowadays, and I don't care. I love Marcus and Cecil, and I love the Cognac Corner, and I love wait, my wife. Wait, wait, don't you have a podcast? <laughs> yeah, I started that podcast after I was already married and been together with the woman for 10 years. I was already with her for 10 years before I even attempted to go down that road. I don't understand how she chose to be with you for 20 years. Like Everything you keep saying about yourself, why? Why would you, why would you want to deal with this? So like, why don't you ask the real question, Mark, why do you think Angie's with you? <laughs> why do you think Angie's with you? Ask the question. Why do you think Angie's with you? I guess you want me to ask this question. I think Angie's with me because I think, like I said earlier, she grew up rural, right? Mm -hmm. There wasn't a ton. You said of she didn't know no better, but no, no, no. She she didn't have a ton of friends. There wasn't a lot of excitement going on, and I think. How do you find a country girl? Think about, but think about me as a person. Think about my personality, right? You a lot. It's almost I'm a lot of friends. Thank you. I didn't see you none. <laughs> I said I they don't think no no no, no 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 I don't I don't it's not that she had friends or not friends I I just don't think that there was a lot of excitement in life in general like she lived in a really rural place right a lot of things aren't going on constantly in rural places I've been in rural places I know this personally right she meets a guy like me and every time I say something I'm creating ire somebody's looking at me they're doing something like something's happening maybe it was just entertaining and then she's just like this show's funny. I'll just keep dealing with it. That's what I think happened. This show's funny. It's like you got hooked on the first episode of Friends, and here we are ten seasons later. That's my point. Um, Angie, would you like to uh, clarify, respond or uh, clean up that clean up I, that mess? Since you are here, what, so what was the question again? <laughs> Why did you fall in love with me? What Why? what what drew you to me at all? Um, we went on a few dates. He's a very funny guy with a great personality. Yes, Glenn does not suit us at all for our lessons. We are not boring at all. Um, you know, we have a lot of fun together. My child's upstairs playing Apex. <laughs> Just screaming, oh! Um, like Zach saw Jim Duggan. I'm sorry, AJ. I'm sorry. Okay. Excuse my child. That's okay. We, um, we had a lot of fun together, and then we decided that we were going to get married and move in together and then have two kids and it just goes from there and there and there. And, and then after you've been together for so long, you just, once again, you, so many years go by, it just think, becomes a blur and you, you forget don't think why about it anymore. Yeah, you just it don't think about it anymore. And so all my bad stuff it's like, blurs too. Oh yeah. Hi, you're here too. Oh, okay. Good night. We're going to bed. That thing he said in 2001, he shouldn't have said to me. It's 2010. I don't even remember it. It's, it's, it's as if he never even had said it. So whatever new stupid thing I say, that's the worst thing that day. Do you see what I'm saying? I just make them less worse each time. <laughs> Simple. But this one's recorded right here. Yeah, yeah. I got, we got receipts now. This means okay. It's not a white power symbol of any sort. Okay, that's legitimately the truth. Yes. Ooh. Damn. Um. So what? So all I heard y'all say, I have no hope. So all I have, all my hopes are tied up in me just making money and buying me a dog, podcasting you, and a dog. I'm gonna be like John Wick. You, I'm you not, have hope. I don't. I don't There's have hope for everybody out there. I'm stuck between women and thoughts right now. Yeah, how old are you? I'm 35. Okay, you'll find somebody. Don't worry. I don't even. I don't like looking no more. I'm like. Ugh. Well, that's whenever you find them. <sighs> I'm. A, I'm. A, I'm. to sneak. I'm, I don't know where. I don't know where she's gonna be. Where she's gonna come from. I. I do great. It's amazing the attention but, I get. But you're not supposed to know. I need to know these things. Well, you're not supposed to know. What are you, Dion Warwick? You think you're gonna know these things? <laughs> Dion Warwick, you going to these old ass references? <laughs> like, Who was that? <laughs> Kids, there used to be a soccer hotline back in the day before uh, Wi-Fi, and <laughs> you would call her, and she get tell you the future, but she can tell you about Apple stock or nothing like that. Yeah. She can tell you. <laughs> in here? No, a decoration. Decorations. Only. Yeah, okay. my mama made it for me. It looks nice. I don't know what I'm gonna do, man. I'm so. 
I don't know what I'm doing. Don't about. look. It's been so long since I've been. It's it been so long since I had some 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 man's daughter's throat that I don't know how to go back that way. Man's daughter's throat. Yeah. Some I had somebody. Some I've been trying to turn somebody's daughter into a mother, but only in my mind. You can't like, do that. They have to wonder for themselves, man. It's just so much. It's just so many women are broken and shattered over thirty, and like they got so much shit going on. I'm like, look, I just just take them on dates. Like my when I say dates, don't good. expect anything physical at all. Just go to the movie, then go to a dinner on a different you know night. What? Just go, and things will start. I got an idea. Okay. I want women to be into what I'm into, which is my podcast. I got an idea. Tell well, me that ain't gonna happen. What I was just gonna say, bring them on your podcast. Have some questions on there. Do some romantic questions. Oh, shit. Angie's got her own game over Set here. Some... Welcome to Cognac Corner with Angie Bland. <laughs> <ladies and gentlemen. laughs> Bring all your questions to Angie right now. 314-447-5726. But you dress up in nice clothes. Tell her dress up in nice clothes. And then afterwards, you guys go to dinner after the show's on. But that's assuming that the girl who comes on the show knows that he's going to be into her like that and wants to go on a date afterwards. She's I mean, he's talking about like just generally finding the well, way to get them over that hump. Well, that's why one of the home. questions says, you, do, um, if you want to go to dinner with me tonight, where would you go? Oh, that's not bad. That's not bad. <laughs> that's good. Hey, Angie. Uh, <laughs> listen, if you wanted to go to dinner with me tonight, where would we go? Huh? Home. Well, we can save some money. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's the other thing, Home right there. Where we can hold save on, some hold money. on. Once you have kids, once kids enter into the relationship, money that's out the window. <laughs> it's just out the window. Like it's nothing against the kids. I love them to death, but it's just out the window. So it's like. Your money that comes in, you're spending it on the bills, right? They'll always come to you. Why can't I have this? It's like, because you got a goddamn roof over your head. <laughs> I allowed you to live with snow falling from the skies, and you still aren't freezing cold. Like, that's what I allowed. You're you know, welcome. You know how shy we had this morning? Yeah. You're welcome. You're welcome. <laughs> you know how you flushed that toilet and the shit went down the toilet? You're welcome. That happened because I paid the water bill. You know how you sleep at night with peace and quiet and no, right. no gunshots or sirens? You're welcome. You're welcome. You're welcome. Because that's literally, I tell you. have a kids, mailbox. You have land. You're bro, welcome. Not going to lie to you. We tell, our kids, we tell our kids all the time. All the time. See yeah. that grass? We tell our kids all the time. Whenever they start to bitch about certain things, we'll go, hey, there are people in this world right now that don't have any of that. Yeah. And you have it. Don't we know so what, shut don't, up. Don't we know what it looks like or how to get it? Showed, so, yeah, don't even know how to get it. Like, we try to explain to them all the time. Like, they'll sit there. They won't eat their dinners. Like, they'll get mad because of whatever we're serving they're not, like, a fan of or whatever. Mm -hmm. And then we'll sit there and we'll go, you literally don't understand. There are kids in this town where you live right now. Not not far away in China or somewhere else. Right here in St. Louis. That go to school with you. They go to school with you, probably, and they don't get breakfast. They don't get lunch. And they don't get dinner. If they do get it, it might not be something they want. And they'll still scarf it down. Mm -hmm. Because they're just starving. They literally aren't getting any food because people aren't taking care of them. You know? A thousand facts. It's like thousand I, I facts. no, I recently heard a crazy story. Never mind. Nah, I don't want to bring it up on the show. <laughs> I'm just like I've heard crazy stories about women who do dumb things over here mm-hmm. to get drug money, and something bad goes down over here. Do you see what I'm saying? Yeah. It's like you could have had that happen to you, but you didn't. So shut your mouth and stop complaining. And relax, your punk ass down. Yeah, literally, you're playing Fortnite. It cost me ten bucks a minute. <laughs> a minute. <laughs> Boy, Some nah. people ain't even making that an hour at an eight-hour job. Yeah. Like, stop it. Stop it, damn it. All right. Push the button. I pushed the button. What are we Sorry. doing? I'm trying Ryan, to close this up. Yeah, close I'm... this show up. It's because it's Apple. It is. No. <laughs> don't, don't, get, don't, don't, don't get sassy. Don't get sassy. Don't get sassy now. Apple. Apple works. Don't get sassy. <laughs> Chose Apple. Come on, clap. I chose Apple in my question. There we go. There we go. <laughs> we want to thank Aunt Queen Angie and King Mark Bland for coming down to Cognac Corner and giving us some. I'm uh, more like the court jester, but okay. <laughs> she literally, this is the equivalent of the Queen's sister married the court jester. That's the Queen's sister, and I'm the court jester. Like, I don't disagree. Like, you ain't lying yet. Like, that's <laughs> how another one truth. No, I love this woman to death. I'd do anything in this world for her. She has been nothing but my rock, and I. I, there's no there's no words I can really put together for how much she means to me and what she's meant to our life. You're right. For real. We can never praise like a woman enough. No, but she's done things for me that have nothing to do with relationships, 
where she came and she backed me up. And that means more to me in our life together and in our relationship than other bullshit that I went out of my way to try and do to help out, to try to keep the relationship fresh or to like impress her or whatever like that. Just simple things over here that at the right time, the right moment saved my ass. And that's it. Like someone who will ride or die with you. That's it. That's how you get one. Pog, bro. Pogs. 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 Pog, bro. <laughs> well, what a life that was. And of boy. course, and of course, after twenty years, it's where are we going? Why do I have to ride? And why do we have to die when we get there? <laughs> That's a great question. Why do we have to die when we get there? Why are we I'm always tired. telling about, about dying? I'm like it's tired. like you got to ride, and riding? then we die. Okay. I sleep on the way there. Where are we at? <laughs> Shit's out of control, bro. Shit's out of control, bro. Uh, <laughs> try to close this out again. <laughs> You're funny, dude. I want to thank the Blands for coming to Cognac Corner. You're welcome, uh, buddy. Thank you so much for having yeah, us thank on you here. For having us. Uh, I appreciate. Did you y'all. get everything out of this show you were looking for? Because remember, this all starts on one of the first episodes of the Two Audience, <laughs> where you're like, "Who's the kind of woman that's married to you, Mark?" Yes, and now, I need to know. You have this woman here. You've asked the questions. Now you didn't get like direct answers on some of the more scantily clad style <laughs> questions, but <laughs> but I think that you got yourself a fair. I, I a fair... got I got everything I needed. Okay, fair enough. And more. Okay, okay. Got, and, uh, and have you? Do you understand why now? Yeah, you don't deserve what I thought. Okay. Freaking, freaking, pretty much what I what I thought about before she got here. Yeah, she doing you grace. She giving you grace. You don't deserve nothing you have from her. No man does. So it, it made sense. I figured it out. Same thing with Cecil and his. He don't. It's okay. I don't. My, I don't know what my problem is. I don't. I'm not broken enough. I don't. I don't know what. I don't, maybe I don't give a fuck enough. I don't know. I just be like, mm, I don't know. I don't know. Is your life a lot like, you know, somebody going like, what happened last night? You're like, drunk and sober me ain't speaking on this shit right now. So <laughs> we good. Mean- like, we we good. <laughs> we good on that, okay? We ain't talking no more, okay? Both drunk and sober me. Like, we, we just done for the day. You catch me in a wave, but like, I'm not, I was gonna be like, give him the fuck enough. Like, I ain't best as valuable as you are. And some women think they're more valuable than me. I'm like, I don't need you. I Like, I want you, but like, only if I'm no, like I, I'm more in love. My aunt was like, "You know what, Margaret? You love your podcast more. You love these hoes." I was like, "You know what? That's what it is. Each love the hoes." Now nah, I love my podcast. So like, my main bitch, my podcast and shit. And well, you know, it. there's always the other side of that. Get the money, get the power, then you get the pussy, right? Like that's so pretty like, much. You can go so down like, that road if you want to, and that's another way to do it because they'll fall in line because you got money and you got success yeah, and you're well known. You don't want somebody who only wants you for your money. Right. I can I can read the difference. Right. I I'll get I'll get a different room. This one over here. <laughs> for the money. <laughs> this one over here. Once again for the third time, this has been the plan. Mark, 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 why don't you go put them tights on and go get your ass punched again so I can get that money, bro? Put them boy shorts on and some cocoa butter. Now go touch Cecil. All right, uh, we're good. <laughs> good job, Mark. Grab him by the beard. Grab him by the beard. Throw him around a little uh, bit. Oh! We're going to close the show out. With You're me. welcome for having us on. Thank you. Thank you. I have been blessed. I have been blessed. I'm going to leave here and do some narcotics. And I hope so. Uh, eat some Chinese food and go to bed. <laughs> this was, they drinking it so good. because you. Bad. Like, I'm going to be in bed by 7 o'clock. Is Crab Rangoon not the best part of Chinese food? Bro, I'm legit, going to. For oh, legit. yeah. I'm going to go North King's Highway. Get some from the block. Oh, yeah. I'm going to be done done. You get some from the block? from St. Louis Kitchen. From the what? St. Louis Kitchen. Where are you going to get it from? St. Louis Kitchen. No, who? who are you Chinese, gonna I'm going to get some Chinese food. From the who? St. Louis Kitchen. Something man. Who? Sir, you not listening. <laughs> who? Me. Who is me? You. <laughs> Use me. I watched Rush Hour 3 last night and laughed my ass off, and I was mad every time I laughed. I said, why the fuck is this shit so funny to me? Chris, Chris Tucker had me rolling. Right. Chris I was Tucker's so mad. Funny. Chris Tucker's funny, but he's got to have a focused topic. If he's got a focused topic, <laughs> he can go to town. If he doesn't have a focused topic, like when he did his little drop video for COVID-19, he was so pissed off about it, he had a focus. He's hilarious. When he does a stand-up I don't think he's as funny. I think some dudes just need that focus. Some people can be Chris Rock. Some people can be Chris Tucker. 
I mean, I laughed my ass off. I was so mad at myself, too. When I, I watched Rush Hour 2 and 3, I said, I hate my life. Right, because there's, like, blatantly subliminal <laughs> racist shit in there, and it's hilarious. Like, because when you're an adult, here's the thing, here's the thing. True racism in itself sucks, okay? And anybody who, like, prescribes to that type of shit and is like, oh, fuck them for the... Screw those people. But dark humor, like, legitimate dark humor, very appealing to adults. Like, because you understand that deeper, darker context to these things. So when you hear those type of, like, funny assertions within a movie or whatever, you go, oh, I get it. Like, that's really, <laughs> really funny to me. And you don't take it in a racist or a mean manner. You just go, oh, I get where they were going with that. Super funny. Wink, wink. Jackie Got Chan it. ordered fried chicken. Right, and like, exactly. He ordered Mushu because exactly. y'all both friends. I was like, right. get the fuck out of here. That's what me and Cecil would do. That's, that's I ordered whatever the, some shit he ordered. He ordered like whatever. And I was like, Le- get the fuck out Legitimately, of here. that's I was like, the I hate my life. Why am I woke? Nobody would have ever noticed normally, but in that movie, they wrote it that way specifically because they're like, this is a funny like juxtaposition of these things. I get it. I totally get it. Uh, okay, we're getting the fuck out of here, goddamn it. Okay. I'm going to cut off Mark's mic. I love you. I love you. <sighs> love could be the road of happiness. Most Thank times. you for having me on Cognac Corner. Thank you for having us. Sponsored by Colorado Bobs. being here. Thank and you, Stu, Angie. And, for... and Stu, Big Stu Films Photography. Angie, thank you for coming down to Cognac Corner. Thank you more for dealing with Mark for 20 plus years. You deserve it. <laughs> Your place should be reserved in heaven. Mm-hmm. Just off Saint. that. Saint. She's a saint. Absolutely. You definitely give me consideration because I don't Saint know Angela. how you do it, but I'm glad that you do. Mm-hmm. You give me hope wherever that man may <laughs> lead me, but it gives me hope. If Mark can get there, you I know I can hope. get there. She gives me hope. If I, maybe, I get, maybe I get to about 40. If I don't get to about 40, I'm really giving the fuck up then. Okay. <clears throat> Closing quote. Love could be the road of happiness, but most times happiness leads you to the doorstep of love because only happy people can be in love. One more time for those in the back. Love can be the road. To the, damn it. <clears throat> you drunk? Sir. A little cognac? <laughs> the cognac is creeping up on me. Get out of here. Love can be the road to happiness, but most times happiness leads you right to the doorstep of love because only happy people can be in love. I am Marcus and Esmus Boston, podcast poppy. This is Cognac Corner, the bland couple of the year. Is what we had on today. We thank them one more time. One more round of applause. And you gotta get better with pushing that button. <laughs> I need an intern. Like, like two seconds before. You I, need gonna an, say I need an intern. Sure. Love yourself. Love each other. And love is all we got. Marcus, hey, how you how you doing? Hey, hello.